our situation has not improved. Hi everyone and welcome back to another podcast. I haven't done one of these for quite a long time, so I thought it's kind of time that we got back into uh, back into doing this on a fairly regular basis. So for this episode, we're going to be looking at where I am with MVT computers, the APET, and what's going on. I've got a few people asking me about buying some of my computers or the cases, uh, and I don't have any available. So what's going on? Okay, so uh, time for an update. Um, in 2022, uh, I went to um, Amiga 37 at uh, Um What a great show that was. Very good. Um, but what I discovered very, very quickly was that in artificial lighting um, strip lights, my screens didn't look that good. And I always thought they did look pretty good. Now, I knew they're not fantastic. They were never going to be fantastic. The, the, the LCD panels I use are 4-3 ratio, uh, and they are 1024-768, I think they are, LCD panels. Um, and the very fact that they are 4-3 ratio means that they are quite an old type of design. You don't get 4-3 very often anymore, or at all, so it seems. Um, so I'd... Um, so I, I picked the best screen I could find of a reasonable size um, and bought a few of these and decided to uh, base the APET around them. Now the issue I had is, apart from one other public showing, they'd only ever been used in my house, which has a light um, above the, the APET, uh, but slightly behind. So it was never reflecting on the screen. Now this meant that I had a false sense of security in so much as that the light was never really reflected that much other than when I took a photo, which I didn't mind too much because most LCDs and every CRT ever made reflects. Um, so I didn't worry about it too much. The colors were pretty good. They weren't the most vivid. Um, the lights and darks were okay. Not the best, but okay. It's supposed to be based on an old machine, the APET, and as a rule, it would have old technology in it, whether it be a an Amiga 500 or whatever. So I didn't really worry too much about it. However, I took two machines to Amiga 37. One was a Ryzen-based PC in an APEC case, and the other one was an Amiga 500 Pi Storm. Um, a few things quickly dawned on me that I wasn't happy with at the show. The first one was that the PC worked fine, everything was tickety-boo, um, but there was a light uh, in the ceiling, well there was lights everywhere, but there was one particular one in the ceiling where we were that shone directly above my cases, uh, which is fine, not an issue, but it reflected on the screen and it made the screens look washed out and sort of opaque which in real life then, well, they are a little, but this, you know, made it worse. I didn't like that. Another problem I had was that some of the WHD, uh, WHD load games that was running on the Amiga Shadow of the Beast ran off-center to one side, which I hated. Didn't like that at all. 
Um, and on the PC, uh, it was just the usual reflections and things. So uh, within an hour or two of being at the show, I was a little disappointed. Um, I didn't mention this to anybody. I kept it to myself. They looked okay. They looked fine. If you stick it in an office or at home, you probably would never notice or not notice very much that it would be that much of an issue. But I didn't like it. So I, when we came back from the show, I quickly started looking for an alternative screen, preferably an IPS, preferably high resolution, and one that could drop down to low resolution so I could still use it for the Commodore world. Um, now those two factors or two features are not mutually compatible really in so much as low resolution screens are usually old high resolution screens are modern but are no longer 4-3 ratio so there is a problem uh, the solution I came up with after a great deal of research and messing about was I, I now have, or I'm working towards, a redesigned APEC screen, so it will be a different housing. So whilst this is being done and my designer Mark is, is beavering away redesigning that, we also decided that we might as well go the whole hog on the PC version and use PCI slots, which I didn't want to do initially because it's a very complicated procedure. It's simple difficult at the same time in so much as it's a piece of steel with slots in it what can be easier than that but the actual logistics of achieving that making it repeatable and getting it into a case for a reasonable price at low volume then becomes almost insurmountable but I'm trying so we'll, we'll see how that goes Anyway, back to the screen. So what screen have I chosen? I've chosen a 15.1 inch widescreen IPS high resolution uh, screen. Now I do have the options of a couple of different versions of the screen, but at that size. Now suddenly everyone who's into the retro stuff will say, oh my God, you can't use a, five, uh, a 15 inch screen, widescreen, because it's the wrong resolution. And yes, it is the wrong resolution. I know this. I cannot find or purchase a 4.3 or 5 or whatever aspect ratio screen that will give you a square shape but be an IPS. They're, they, they're not there. Or the few that are there are incredibly expensive. You're talking three or $400 per screen. I can't charge that on a unit that is costing me uh, $300 to produce and I want to sell for $499 once it's painted and assembled and all the rest of it. So I can't do that, it's not practical. So back to the 15.1. So the screen I've chosen is a 15.1 IPS, high resolution. Um, when I say high resolution, there will be two, perhaps three different versions of the screen, all the same size physically to look at identical but they will be a high resolution version there will be a 4k version there may or may not be an 8k version and there will probably be a touch screen version or, or a combination thereof um, we shall see how this goes 
So at the moment, these we have oh, my designer Mark has designed the head housing for the monitor for the screen. Um, some versions of it will contain a power pack in the head unit. Some versions will have the power pack unit in the PC base and have slots for PCI cards. Uh, we're also while we're doing it. Well, we sort of went a little bit over the top in so much as I tried to fit as many features as possible into the unit in an effort to just get this finished and say, right, that's it for the APET. We have a Model 1 with a 4.3 screen. Now we have an, uh, an evolved unit, which is the Model 2. And the Model 2 will feature um, PCI. It will also, ha also have a different backplate, which will allow an Amiga 1200. Um, so there are a few options that I never had in the Model 1, which will go over to the Model 2. I'm going back to looking at fitting speakers in the head unit, which I shied away from on Model 1. I did fit them as a prototype, and when you crank the volume up quite loud with a bit of bass, it made the metal housing vibrate. Uh, and I didn't have the time to really dig, delve deeply into that, why that would be. Now, I know why it is the renaissance, uh, resonance of the, the, the metal housing, the speakers vibrating. This can be compensated by having bushes of some description in there, felt pads and, and all the rest of it. So there are solutions. It's just that I didn't have one at hand uh, when I was rushing to get the Model 1 ready to go to display at a couple of shows. So the Model 1, whilst it took a ridiculous amount of time to get into pre-production, which is probably 15 years, um, once a basic concept had been designed, drawn, uh, and uh, materials allocated to it, it went from design to actual production to having some sample units in a very short period of time, which is great. But that meant that some features were removed as being too costly or just too difficult or too time consuming to nail down um, in 2022. So along comes 2023 and now we're gonna do the Model 2. So where are we with the Model 2? Well, the Model 2 is at the moment, um, final drawing is being done, final design. Um, I'm trying to make it a case that will fit anything and everything within reason, in so much as it will take an Amiga 500, an Amiga 1200, it will take a micro ATX, a MIDI ATX, and an ATX motherboard. And there is a chance it will take an AT motherboard. Um, so we're, we're still looking at that. So, but hopefully we should have some um, we should have some metalwork on the go within the next month, which will be pretty cool, as I have a, a, a couple of shows to go to. So it'd be nice to get something even mocked up, um, even if it comes to the cases that I have to get the cases spray painted rather than powder coated, just to get one on one finished and on on show. Um, I'll need to design new labels and various other things, but that's all pretty easy stuff. So that's the Model 2, um, which I'm quite excited by, but it's been a long time coming. There's been a lot of redesign. The cases will now be 
a tiny bit different in so much as the bases have now grown in height by about 10 millimeters. Uh, you won't notice that because the top case will hinge like a car, a car bonnet or a hood will cover this. So you, you won't notice that. And it will have a slot or two slots, one for a DVD drive, five and a quarter inch, and a slot for a three and a half inch or a USB enclosure on the other side. I can't put them both on one side as there isn't physically enough room. Uh, so that's where we're at. So it's quite exciting. Um, the costs do tend to run away. Um, the original design of the Model 1, getting it produced, a small sample batch made, was expensive. Um, and in the world we live in, unfortunately, the metal prices, steel prices, continue to increase, as does labour, as does the cost of paint and everything. So my initial plan of getting a big batch of these done just to sit in the, my spare room until people order them is not practical because I don't have thousands of pounds lying about that I can allocate to this project. So it will be uh, just small batches, at least initially. Um, so that's where we are in MVT world. Uh, MVT is obviously Mike's vintage tech, but that's where we are, that's where we're up to. and. Um, and that's that's it pretty much so i hope i hope in the next week we will have the designs nailed down uh, i hope to get a quote of steel prices possibly the same week or the week after and if they're not too eye-wateringly expensive then i will order the steel uh, and get it folded up at my former employer they'll seem quite happy to do that for me which is very nice of them and then um, once it's folded up I shall weld it weld the structures polish it back make a mock-up assembly make sure everything works and fits and operates as it should it hinges it will still have gas struts on there a couple of gas struts so it will move about um, I've, we've done away with the hinge system in so much as there's, there's not a piano hinge on the back of the unit anymore because that was the piano hinge was a nightmare of a colossal, a colossal scale. Piano hinges are there are two types of piano hinge. There are cheap ones which look quite elegant and nice, and there are expensive ones, which can look big and bulky and horrible, or stylish and nice. So I had two choices. I either paid big bucks for piano hinges. Uh, and then the whole centers were wrong, so I'd have to change the whole centers. Or I used, well, really, whether I used a cheap hinge or an expensive hinge, they didn't work very well. I can see why Commodore riveted theirs onto the case, and the way that Commodore did it, I, I understand that, rather than using the metric hinges that we have now, which are pretty crap, unfortunately. Uh, you can buy stainless hinges and they're something like 0.6 millimeters uh, in material thickness up to about a millimeter uh, but they buckle and bend because there are such cheap chinese rubbish that they're not fit for purpose if i'm honest and i've bought numerous hinges i've bought dozens of hinges different suppliers different makes different manufacturers even different countries and they're all garbage 
So in frustration, I've said, right, we're going to do away with the hinge altogether. Um, and on the Model 2, it's going to actually have two little arms that come down and pivot in the metalwork. It will be a stronger solution, and it will be a more elegant solution. Uh, well, that's what we hope. Time will tell. These are what pro this is what prototypes are for, obviously. So pretty much that's where we are with the MVT. Um, oh, back to the screens. They are widescreen, 15.1 inch, but there is a button on the front. Press the button and it will uh, resize the screen to 4-3 ratio. So even though it's a widescreen, um, whatever they are, 15.1 inch widescreen, 16.9 I think it is, press a button and that 16.9 will resize to 4.3. So hopefully that will cure both, or at least satisfy both versions of the machine, i.e. PC and uh, retro. So that's where we are. Uh, as so much as the mist and the pie and all the other little boards that could fit in it, I haven't gone got any further with that. I will probably design or ask my designer to design a little adapter board that just fits into a regular setup uh, with whole centers for just screwing a, a, um, a Raspberry Pi or a mister. It should be relatively easy to do. Uh, Stephen Jones, who I, I talk to quite frequently, he has um, he's also made a, an adapter back plate that is ATX sized, so that just fits into the a normal ATX back panel, and it has um, all the ports for HDMI and all the rest of it. So I might look at that. Well, I won't. Might look at it. I will look at that. So that's on the cards as well. But the case itself won't change. It will just be, it will just be the back panel. So, uh, plans for getting all this done. I hope to have a prototype. It is now, what month are we in? April. Uh, March, April. Gosh, there's a lot going on this year. I have a couple of holidays booked. Um, so when when will we see a MVT Model Two, APEC Model Two in the flesh? Probably. June, I would say. But anyway, I will follow this up with another update on the APET and we shall take it from there. So, thank you very much and I'll see you in the next episode. Here lies the body of Mary Lee. Died at the age of 103. For 15 years she kept her virginity. Not a bad record for this vicinity.